mindset. No matter what they tell you, I don't care what they tell you, if you have some sort of hope, some sort of dream, some sort of plan that you're actively seeking, no matter what anybody tells you, you have to stay the course. And it is possible, but um, we need to chat about the how. We need to figure out the how. And my hope is that our conversation this evening uh, for our nightcap with friends is just going to be one where we are open, frank, honest with one another about where we're trying to go, what we're trying to achieve, and uh, figure out the how. I think that's one of the biggest obstacles uh, to any project, to any endeavor. And so uh, that's what we're going to be discussing this evening. The mindset necessary to, to push forward and to just kind of not only take those hits, but keep moving forward. Uh, for those of you that are Rocky fans out there, I want to welcome those that are beginning to trickle into the uh, to the live feed on the different uh, live stream platforms uh, that we're on. We're also on Clubhouse, so feel free uh, to join us on Clubhouse and be a part of our discussion. We're getting started. We're beginning to invite people to come in. I can't, you know, uh, begin to describe how many times I was told, uh, no, don't go down that route. No, it's not possible. No. Uh, you're not going to be able to go down that path that you are talking about. And the moment that you ask why, um, they always come up with all sorts of BS. Uh, I mean, sometimes it's like actual obstacles that they want to highlight. And at other times, what it is is basically just people projecting their own fears onto you. Uh, people start telling you, well, you know, you're earning such good cash flow right now with your current title, or well, you have such a steady, secure job. And, you know, in other cases, it's like, well, I mean, why would you want to have, you know, this outlandish idea when you're already doing pretty well for yourself? I mean, you should be pretty satisfied with where you are. And, and the fact of the matter is, is that um, it's not... <laughs> It's, it's, it's just a bunch of people who are not experts in what you're trying to achieve telling you what to do. And, and it's essentially that. It's, it's essentially that balance, counterbalance. And, uh, it, you know, it's... it's <laughs> my best friend and I have this running conversation that we are all part of the Matrix. And the Matrix is eventually trying to reel you back in from these outlandish ideas that don't really go well with the matrix so um that's essentially that's essentially the conversation um i'm looking forward to having with all of you uh this evening we are on clubhouse we're on tiktok we're on twitch instagram youtube twitter facebook and the idea is to just have you begin to share all your thoughts with all of us so i get tired of people talking about the reasons why not, the reasons why you can never get there, the reasons why you can't start up your own project, the reasons why you can't start up your own business, the reason why you shouldn't run for office, the reason why you shouldn't actually develop that album and try to figure out your artistic side, uh, the reason why you shouldn't, why you shouldn't, why you shouldn't. It's always about why you shouldn't. And so the conversation we're hoping to build, which we're just getting started, Eric, welcome, um, is, is very simple and straightforward. It's let's talk about the how you get there. Let's talk about getting past all the naysayers and figuring out the path forward. Um, that's a conversation we're looking to have uh, with folks. Uh, I, I'm hopeful that, that people will begin to not only percolate into our clubhouse conversation, but also begin to give us their own stories of what they've been dealing with how they've been trying to navigate that. There are definitely a, not a, a lot of naysayers out there. And the thing is, is that if you don't watch out, those naysayers can like clobber your idea and it's done with. It's like completely done with because you start feeling like negative about yourself. You start feeling like, uh, well, maybe I'm not going to be actually able to, to pull this off. And so that's, that's the basic premise. And so I definitely want to get people involved, definitely people talking. Um, if you have questions via our live chat, um, I see a couple of people uh, percolating into Facebook now, into TikTok, into Instagram. Hey, just chat your idea away with us or come into Clubhouse and then just start talking with us live. I want to invite Pablo to come on up uh, and, and just maybe share some of his experiences thus far. But 
Do you hear what I'm saying, Pablo? I mean, I, I see that uh, you have like a, you're kind of a co-founder and you know you you have this i you have this kind of community of latin american entrepreneurs like this is a big subject in not only the world of entrepreneurship but any creative endeavor no hector how are you nice to meet you nice to meet you pablo nice to have you uh como es what do you think of the of the conversation uh, it, it's it's a pretty i think it's something that everybody deals with no of course i i, I agree with you like you you have to you have to uh, go go through and, and 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 get get out there and 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 do what you can and and things are gonna happen for you but you you have to you, you cannot get paralyzed by fear i think that's the the biggest issue right oh, absolutely i mean i think fear is the biggest force to be reckoned with it's kind of interesting i've been watching a lot of uh you know, I think I think right now one of the hottest uh, series on television is Mandalorian, and it's like it just reminds you of all these themes that were talked about in Star Wars, and and all these movies were all very familiar, and the basic premise is the same. You have to deal with these powerful forces, one of which is fear. Just like what is what is next global organization? Can you talk about that? Uh, sure. So we're basically building a community uh, throughout the Americas of. Uh, creatives of, of entrepreneurs of people with big ideas and we're bringing people together to work on those ideas and we've been doing it for oh gosh we've been doing it since so since 2013 is when when it all got started and uh essentially it's it's what we do so for for the longest time what we would do is we would get uh like a, a handful of nominations from different countries around the world um, those nominations came from colleges and universities, from high schools, uh, from community organizations uh, of individuals that were working on something big, on individuals that were working on big ideas. And then essentially what we did is we, 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 would, get, we would gather these great minds in different locations, like at Georgetown University or in San Francisco or in New York. And we would have these deep discussions over the course of several days like weeks uh where we would bring the right players the right coalition together to launch those ideas and to make sure we we got people going in the right direction and sometimes it required intellectual capital sometimes it required social capital but we basically built up a community over time of just individuals that we're wanting to to be involved with that. So that's essentially what uh, the, the organization I lead is all about. Um, we've been working on this uh, for the better part of seven years now. And I actually, I actually left everything to 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 found this organization about seven years ago. Uh, it got founded like in 2006, which is way more than seven years ago. But the truth of the matter is that it took like six years of planning and hemming and hawing before we actually jumped in. You know sounds great and it, what is your like the biggest success of your organization like uh, an entrepreneur or a project that you feel proud of well we developed the futuro las americas initiative uh which was uh, one of the uh, most influential initiatives in terms of higher education um it all began with a handful of individuals that wanted to see more people have access to american education systems and so we developed a coalition of colleges, universities, high schools, and just great scholars that were being nominated by their high schools to be able to go off and study at uh, great institutions of higher learning. And that project began with an idea. And then the idea just started kind of spinning off of itself and growing into its own own initiative. And that's eventually what gives way to the organization uh, and to what it's been doing. Um, then we've, we've built up a number of, of great uh of great connects over the years. Uh, we've had uh, uh, a number of people from Mexico, Panama, Dominican Republic, uh, Argentina, eh, Colombia that have been you know, involved in, in various projects and various efforts, for, all looking to generate a social impact. And it's pretty neat. I mean, to be involved in, in some of those discussions is, is, is really neat. I, I, I love it. I, it's, what, it's, what, it's what I'm super passionate about. And so those are some some uh, some of the projects that I could point to. I think most importantly, it's uh, I, I think that 
The, the greatest asset of everything is the connections that you make with people and the, uh, the, how those connections can eventually turn into levers that you can essentially begin to pull uh, in favor of the things that you want to see happen. And so one of the things I miss the most right now, Pablo, with this pandemic that's going on is the fact that, you know, it, times before the pandemic, uh, we would be able to go out to breakfast or coffee uh, lunch or dinner or drinks with friends and out of those discussions would be able to we would be able to have amazing discussions um, and you know that's it's kind of been it's kind of been lost uh, with the pandemic and it's I'm, my hope with this experiment here and just coming on to clubhouse and going on live streams and such is that we can begin to to build a digital community of, of all of us and and kind of replicate that same model the same model that uh, the organization has done uh, in terms of bringing people together face to face and actually working and collaborating on the projects in person well maybe we can begin with discussions and then those discussions can begin to escalate over time uh, and, and and develop some of these ideas and even if they're small or if they're super huge it doesn't really matter what matters is beginning to talk about it, beginning to build it, and beginning to learn the lessons on uh, from all the different experiences and, and moving forward. I love that. I think the power of communities is amazing. And, and, and we should use this platform to build a great community in Latin America. And especially because Latin America is becoming the next global hub in, techno in technology. So, uh, every major VC uh, fund has an eye or a, or a foot set in, in America. So it's up to us like to build a community that thrives and that becomes better with time and uh, and, and like help each other to, to to reach new levels, right? Yeah, absolutely. that's that's what it's entirely about. What tell me tell me a little bit about your endeavor i mean you're obviously passionate about latin american entrepreneurs you're 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 a co-founder yourself share a little bit about your your story and the big idea you're pursuing because you're absolutely right it's about these powerful connections we can develop sure well i'm the co-founder of tali tali is a tali legal is is a, a startup from mexico and we help entrepreneurs to incorporate companies online like in America, it's really easy to incorporate a company using uh, like Atlas by Stripe or LegalZoom, and you can do it like for $400 and three days. In Latin America, it's, it's a little bit harder. So, so we, we, we built Tally to help entrepreneurs with all the legal stuff. And uh, so they can focus on growing their businesses uh, getting more sales and we focus on the legal stuff so that's the whole thing uh, behind tally right we, we we help them incorporate the company they, then we help them trademark their logos then we help them like uh, if they want to raise money we can help them structure uh, structure the the fundraising in, in, in with the all the legal stuff so if, if I have to describe our business in terms that you can understand if you're from the US, yeah. we are like a hybrid model between Atlas by Stripe, Notarize, and Carta. Wow, that's pretty interesting, man. And, and so far, how has that journey been for you? Tell us about the journey. I mean, I'm sure plenty of people told me, like, told you like, hey, uh, Pablo, you're you're crazy, man. This, this idea is never gonna work. And then, boom! Now you're actually working on it. How how has that ride been? Describe that to us because it's amazing, man. What you're doing is pretty amazing, and for Latin America, freaking amazing. Because that's that's exactly what I'm all about. I mean, I I love that. <laughs> yeah, like uh, first uh, when we pitched the idea to the first. Uh, uh, prospects or, or investors they told us that the market was too small like nobody's uh, doing entrepreneurship in latin america <laughs> and we told them like fuck off yeah it's the next big big thing uh, and then um, when we pitched like everything can be signed with electronic signatures 
because in Latin America everything is paper, 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 paper. Uh, yeah. Lawyers will tell you we have to sign it in paper because it's better and it's safer. And after the pandemic, like COVID-19, yeah. uh, lawyers and everybody began to, pay, to take us seriously because our, our business idea made sense. But before the pandemic, before the, the COVID-19, nobody would listen to us. Okay. But right now, everything, everybody's like, okay, let's, everything has to be signed electronically. Every, everything can be uh, automa uh, automatized. So it's been an amazing journey. Like we begin with, with like nobody believing in us. And now, and now like we are getting a, a, a little bit of traction and we're getting uh, uh, like, it's, it's been a good ride. See, and, and that's that's exactly what 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 I wanted to discuss, man. I mean, it's it, this is a beautiful thing that uh, we can come together this way and and talk seriously about these issues. It's like right now during pandemic times, I think I think people are getting clobbered mentally on so many levels, uh, so many levels, man. And and I think that people begin to get discouraged about projects that we're maybe actively working on. Or people begin to start thinking about, well, we're never going to go out anymore. So what's it, what's the use? Uh, and then people start to overthink all of the different people that have told them no along the way. Uh, and you can it, it it can it can be like a double-edged sword. Like it can it can be fuel for more development, uh, but it can also be uh like it, it could be detrimental and it sounds like what you've been what you've been doing is one of these stories man the inspirational story that um someone is continuously kind of sidestepping all these naysayers all these people that are telling you all sorts of jazz uh to not say other another word but it's it's essentially that and you're you're sticking to it and you're figuring out the how and that's that's freaking amazing i have daniel joining us here now on clubhouse daniel's a good friend uh and also uh we talk entrepreneurship all the time i mean dan this is the exact story we've been we've been chatting about uh in the multiple rooms we've been a part of uh, here at Clubhouse since we got started, no? Yeah. Hey, Pablo, I have a really a couple of really specific questions. Um, I, I looked at your website, and my Spanish is 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 okay. Um, so I and it's it looks like it's pretty easy to understand. It looks like you're offering a really really amazing package for about six hundred and fifty dollars US, which. Um, kind of gets you all of the things like your certificate of incorporation um and in Ciudad Mexico uh I don't know what an RFC is but um it looks like you're offering a really amazing package for about $650 I have two questions um if my business wanted to do business in Mexico could you facilitate that with one of these packages? That's first. And then second, um, do you also arrange fideicomisos? I think I pronounced that right. I could be wrong. Yeah. Two, two really separate questions. Sorry. Yeah. Good to meet you, Daniel. So for the first question, yeah, we, we are actually launching a, a soft landing by Tali for, uh, for foreign companies that wants uh, to, to do business in Mexico. So yeah, we can facilitate that you can incorporate a subsidiary company of your company from the, uh, from your Delaware C Corp. You can, you can incorporate a, a subsidiary here in Mexico. And we all do all the stuff from incorporation, RFSA is a tax ID, and we can help you with your bank account so you can come to Mexico and do business. And regarding your second question, Currently, we do not do uh, fideicomisos. Fideicomisos is trusts, so we, we we don't do fideicomisos. But I don't know why. Uh, what do you why why you want to use a fideicomiso? What form? I mean. So because I was born in the U.S., I, I there's some places that I'm not allowed to own an apartment or uh, real estate in Mexico. Um, at least I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, but you can. Your company can be the owner of that 
property in the beach. There's a restriction that you cannot own a, a property between 50 kilometers from the beach. But if you own a company, the company is Mexican, so the company can own the property for you. So the trust or the company suits the, the, the same purpose. So you can use them both. And, and the company is cheaper. You know, I honestly did not know that until just now. And that actually completely makes sense because that's exactly what you would do here in the United States. Exactly. Um, I really like your website. Do you have, is there a way for me to get it on my cell phone uh, in English? I know that that's a really, uh, that's a really American question. I'm <laughs> very sorry. Right now we are, we are uh, translating the, the, the page for, for American users. But right now we cannot, we do not have it in, in English. But we'll, we'll, we will do soon, do soon. That's amazing. Thank you so much for answering my questions. I really like your company, your idea. I think uh, I, 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 I think it really suits where we're going as a country. And and Hector, thank you for letting me ask my question. I really appreciate it. I mean, Dan, if you need to say, I, I hope that we can develop a nice little conversation out of all this. Pablo, it's incredible. Lo que estás haciendo is amazing. It really is. Um, and I, I definitely want to figure out, I, I really want to figure out ways in which we can collaborate together into the future. But uh, beyond beyond the collaboration, which we could definitely take care of, you know, uh, later on, um, I, I, I'm gonna, I, I just wanted to maybe get a little bit more of just you telling the story of your, your company, how it started, maybe the vision, all the people that perhaps told you no along the way. Uh, I'm, if you could share that with us as we begin to get more people to come in, I think that's th those are the most powerful stories that we can share because people can learn from those experiences. And so I would really love it if maybe you you could share with us just the story of of your of how you got started, this, your, your story, the Pablo story, but also the story of your company, Tally Legal and, and how how you got to where you are. And how many, how many times people told you no? I mean, you gave me a little bit of it, pero, pero échale el rollo y cuéntanos toda la historia. Great. Yeah, for sure. Uh, for starts, I'm a lawyer. I'm, I, I studied law and I, I began my career as a lawyer in a law firm. Actually, I worked for an for a, a American law firm. And yeah. I was doing okay, uh, but... It was really boring. Like it was like being being a pasante, a, a law clerk, is yeah. really boring. And and then I I knew how much I was going to win from now to to when I had like 35 years old. So it's what it was really boring for me. Uh, the being in a law firm, like all the legal structure, like like the legal corporate. A ladder to become a partner it was not for me so I decided to, to quit law for a, for a while and became an entrepreneur and while, awesome. while I was being an entrepreneur I had a dark kitchen in 2017 I, I worked uh, at a startup for in fintech and I, I realized that there were no lawyers for, for entrepreneurs in Latin America Yeah. Like we only had uh, law firms and they charged us like $300 per hour. So Jesus. we entrepreneurs didn't have the money to pay that, 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 that kind of money. Yeah. So I was talking with my now partner, Nacho, and we, we both saw the same opportunity. Like all the law firms charge the same. This is the same business model. Nobody in, invests in technology and entrepreneurs are being neglected. Yeah. So we saw an opportunity there and Tally was born like in 2019 with that idea. We didn't know what we were going to do, how we will, how we would automate things, but we, we get inspired by all the legal tech companies in the U.S. Yeah. So we, so we knew that, like, Atlas by Stripe is a great company in the U.S. LegalZoom is a great company. Notarize is a great company. Carte is a great company. But we knew that the one of those business models 
was not enough. So we had to to use the inspiration of those four business models mm -hmm. and translate it to the to the Spanish speaking world. So this is how Tally Legal was born. That's amazing. Now, That's yeah. like, it's está increíble tu tu historia, eh, Pablo. It's it's the exact kind of story that more entrepreneurs need to hear about, not just in Latin America, yeah. but all over, because there's a lot of Latino entrepreneurs in the United States that also share some of this, some of some of the some of the pieces, uh, bits and pieces of the story that you're that you're telling us about. So once you get this idea where do you go from there like okay so now you have this inspiration and the inspiration is kind of leading you down this road i imagine no sé familia uh, other people friends probably started telling you well why are you leaving your law firm why are you leaving your job why are you becoming an entrepreneur i'm sure you got you you got plenty of that when you were in the middle of your big decision to found this company Yeah, of course. Well, my family was really supportive. That's uh, great. But everybody was telling me you're crazy. <laughs> claro. But I was really, really com convinced that that was the only way. And my personality uh, is like I have to, I have to. I'm, I'm like really impulsive, so I, I, I went forward and and I didn't, I, I didn't. Uh, look back and I burned all the, the bridges so that was it wow. but of course everybody we, we have received a lot of no's uh, you're crazy uh, a lot of uh, investors told us no no way legal tech is really small uh, law firms have the big market but hey we are we're working from small to big and we're doing our job so Maybe later they're gonna regret it. I don't know. Wow, wow, Pablo, it, it, and that's a that's such a powerful story. Espero que estés tomando nota and that you one day uh, publish more of these uh, of of your of your chronicles of being an entrepreneur. One of my favorite things that that I read in my own entrepreneurial journey was uh, was an article. It was a pretty pretty big article about just the the mental space and the the cycle the psychologic kind of effects that an entrepreneur has and that you're fighting for a dream you have to put on a big mask and then that mask is like almost like an armor and the reality when you take that armor off or when you take that when you put that mask down is that a lot of the comments that people make the comments that maybe your family made in passing of you're crazy or maybe your friend said estás loco leaving your job or whatever they actually when you take the armor off that's exactly when it begins to like echo hardcore all these things that people have told you it begins to echo harder and harder and louder and louder i don't know if you had that experience but i did <laughs> and, and just to hear you kind of tell your own story It's uh, it's 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 very it's encouraging. Yeah, of course. I think every entrepreneur has has lived that, and if you take off your armor, like the the fear is gonna be there. We we we're gonna ha have fear each and every day, but it's not about having or not having fear. It's about what what you're gonna do with that fear. Like you can get paralyzed and get back to your comfort zone. Or you can move forward and keep moving forward, and that's when the magic happens. I think that's that's the the biggest. Like we get, we have to get there. Oh yeah, that's that's exactly when the magic happens. Dan, go ahead. Uh, I'm curious, uh, Pablo. Um, what what's your biggest, I guess, uh, social impact would be? in terms of, of, of helping entrepreneurs? Is, is that kind of your, your big social impact? Or what, um, when, when in, in 50 years, when people remember your, your company, what, um, what do you want them to know it best for? Okay, good question. I think the biggest impact is um, we're helping entrepreneurs because there, there are a lot of big ideas But people don't know and, and should not know 
the legal stuff. That's why we are created Tally to help them do all that legal boring stuff for them. So we 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 have helped like 85 entrepreneurs to incorporate companies and trademark their logos and raise capital. So it's it's quite rewarding. That's the social uh, side of our company. Like we have helped uh, people doing e-commerces. We have we have helped people with uh, branding agencies. We have helped people with fintech companies, and and that's the rewarding part. That's the social part. We are building the economy, like we are helping building the 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 economy of the of the country from the little guys. That's our thing. And and Pablo, I I it's that's the inspirational stuff. I I don't know why Dan you went down, but I, I'd love to keep you back up here so we can continue the discussion. But Pablo, I want to get back to the story of, of just, okay, so you have all these people telling you, no, no se puede, no, estás loco, no, I, you can't do this, you can't do that. Talk a little bit about how you arrived at how. How would you do this? How would you pay for your bills? Uh, obviously, we all have responsibilities. Uh, you know, how would you pay for the startup year? Did you go down the investor route? Did you go down the bootstrapping route? Did you go down the venture capitalist route? How did you begin to set up your how, even though all these people were telling you it's not possible? Wow, it's it's a great question because I, I, I didn't know what was going to happen because I became a dad for the first time in, in, in December 9, 20, 2019. Felicidades. And uh, thank you, thank you. And Tally was born uh, September 2019. But I, I didn't know who was going to pay my salary in February. We didn't have the, the, the runway of the company was for February 2020. Yeah. We, we didn't have anything. We went, we didn't do bootstrapping. Of course, we, we, we keep doing bootstrapping, but we went the friends and family round. We raised money from friends, uh, a small round that helped us keep going. And, and from that, from then to now, that's how we did it. But it was it, it, it was really a hard time because I, I was I became a dad and I didn't know how I was going to pay for the diapers. Yeah, exactly. So it was really, really, really scary for us, for, for me, for my wife. And what everything turned out amazing. So. We're, we, we, we are here, we, we keep fighting, and, and my daughter has diapers, and she's perfect. Pablo, it's incredible the story, and I, I want to go deep into this, uh, and I hope that this is only our first conversation, uh, and that we can, we can support one another's efforts, and that we can get a lot of people uh, uh, rallying around, around what you're doing, because I think it's, it is amazing. So, you know, I ran into a couple of issues. Uh, I was waiting on some ice packs that I had uh, uh, bought or purchased uh, to arrive. They never arrived on time. So I had to figure out where to get dry ice around me. I had to figure out a separate container that would hold the dry ice without like freaking out um, and smoking like a bomb. Because if you've ever dealt with dry ice, if it gets wet, it starts to fog. And it was an interesting challenge, but I rose to the top and, you know, it'll be there by Friday. So I feel good about it. That's that's amazing, man. So, what did you learn from that experience? I mean, what what were the what were the big learning points from the experience that 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 you now know to move your project forward? Ah, uh, dude, um, thinking about timing, right? Because I have to put the product together. I have to make sure that it sits in the freezer long enough that it stays frozen for two days with dry ice. Uh, Just uh, the planning of having all of the materials together at the same time so that I can get it shipped out as quickly as possible. Um, so definitely took a lot of notes about this experience, um, but it was fun. And I appreciate Daniel for that. I mean, that's that's amazing, man. So the, the, so the big question, were you, were, were you able to get an idea through this exercise of how you break even and how you break a profit? 
Oh yeah, most definitely. I mean, you know me, Hector. I'm really good with numbers. <laughs> and you know, I was able to make it work uh, regardless. So I cut costs wherever I can, but I still want to ensure the best product possible. So Danny, you're going to get that product and you're going to enjoy it. I want your feedback because uh, I'm not one of these cooks that doesn't like to, to hear feedback. But when it comes down to it, um, you know, I still made a little bit of profit, which is all that I was asking. And I wasn't even really asking for it. It was a challenge. And, you know, it was either going to be, I was going to send Hector some for free or, you know, Daniel <laughs> threw down some money. It was like, hey, get me, get me some to my house and, and, and we'll see what you got going on. I'm going to ask um, Daniel how good they were, man. If he's like, man, they were, I'm just going to be like, yo, Joe, you have to, I'll, I'll pay you 30 bucks. But is, is 30 bucks a profit point? Is that, is it? Or, or, or did so you? It depends. If it was you, if I'm shipping down to Texas, it won't be a profit point because it's all about the biggest expense when it comes to it is going to be the shipping. Yeah. So, you know, I already had some of the containers that I was playing around with at the house, so I didn't spend any money on that. Um, the only thing that I really had to spend money on was the dry ice and the, uh, the shipping container or uh, the dry ice and the postage. Man. But that's, Other than that, well, that's dope, Daniel. Thoughts? I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Experience is the best teacher. Friday is going to be a big. There's going to be an unboxing. There's going to be a little unboxing video. I cannot wait. Empanadas in the mail. I'm telling you, it's going to be heaven. Nice. I'm, I'm down, and you're going to know that the box is for me too as soon as it arrives. So. Uh, you'll see that's, that's good to know that's, that's amazing and you see so now we have like uh now we have like a, a, a nice little discussion i i can't thank people enough for just being open and you know some of the some of the best discussions that ever happen happen in a small intimate setting i know that there's there's usually a lot of people uh in some rooms but this room for me was just a huge learning experience and i made i think some amazing connects that i think otherwise we could have made I want to get in the last portion of, of our of our discussion here back to Michelle's story. Michelle, I was just so taken aback by how you shared with us your story. And I'd like to kind of get to your to your question of how. Like, are you dealing with how are you dealing with the how of your idea now? Is there any way in which any of those here present can maybe lend a helping hand in, in trying to you in trying to figure out how you figure out that how uh but i mean i think that the the getting past the naysayers is a big milestone mm -hmm. i think you got there i think with what just with uh what Theo, what, what chef Theo G just shared he's getting past that but now the next step is just the how like you're obviously experimenting and going down the line on your services and what you want to do um where are you with that with the how that's a really good question because I'm just getting right started with that. I mean, I've had to also, you know, deal with some, you know, family issues in it, and I had to put that project, you know, on hold, but I'm definitely taking it back. So that's why I started, you know, with the podcast and then posting more, you know, on Instagram, but it's not necessarily, I mean, nothing of it is, you know, is personal. It's more on the uh, tips and tricks, you know, side of it. It's very, I have very, very little, you know, personal stuff there because I have my own right personal um instagram and whatnot um but i do want to uh to grow right my following and i guess create a name for myself even though i've been doing this for about i don't know maybe nine years now but in the I mean, a more corporate setting so i kind of want to break that ceiling and, and just do it right on my own and, and and make the shots and that's where i'm where, where i'm thinking that i need help and that I also need, you know, some sort of process, right, to break into that, you know, from building or from making up, you know, the LLC, you know, structure, you know, it's either that or an S-Corp, right? So so to me, it's it's not going to be sort of delving into that process. How is that going to look like, right? Um, so that's where I'm kind of, that that to me, it's it's what's, what's really scary. Now, if you asked me three months ago, the scariest part was starting my podcast. Yeah. Right. And so I got over that and now it's like, okay, so what am I going to do with this now? And I think that, I mean, Clubhouse, I think it's, it's been a great think tank for me for the past couple of weeks. Um, and so, yeah, so I'm, I'm really excited, you know, for, for next steps. So 
I mean, so any advice would be greatly appreciated. Even even on my uh, Instagram, you know, page. If you, I know that you guys are all busy, but if you have a minute, you know, to listen you know, to the podcast, if it's something useful, please let me know. I'm all ears. You know, Michelle, it it, it kind of it, it. I'm I'm one of these people that really do believe in like energy. The energy you put out is like the energy that you receive back, and uh, it just it just seems that along the way, good friends are are put in our path. And um, yeah, I mean, it sounds like you're totally in the in in a in in an area that that I'd love to just. Have, be a be a fly on the wall observing you. I mean, I, I don't. I'm not going to charge or anything like that. Just kind of <laughs> compare notes or and and do that. And I say that only because other clubhouse rooms have been all about. Well, if you pay for my services, we can certainly talk to. And I just ugh, I can't stand like disingenuous uh, folks like that. But I would say, I mean, based on what you're saying, I mean, first of all, a podcast is amazing. Um, I think a podcast is a very good way to reach out to a particular audience, and so, I mean, it's it's a it's an audience promote it's an audience reach out tool, and so I think mm -hmm. that um, from just the podcast point of view, I think as long as you begin to build your you have topics that are very 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 important to your intended audience, I think that's an awesome start because that's the start for right. you getting clients and. In terms of your incorporate incorporation stuff, man, I wish I wish we still had Pablo here. He had to duck out uh, um, a little earlier. But I, my own journey with that, I mean, you have to you have to take a few things into account. I don't know what particular state you're in, but in the United States, it's like you have to take a look at the state you're in. And sometimes the laws are more favorable if you go down the LLC route. Another right. in, in other in other states, it's more favorable if you go down like maybe a corporation route and then classify it as an S corp. I can talk mm -hmm. a little bit about like the S corp stuff just cause like I, that's, that's what my organization eventually had to file as to become an international organization and build a foundation and all that. And, and uh, as things kind of grew for, for, for the organization, I mean, I'm, I'm still in that growth process, but in terms of setting up those bricks, it's like, we went down the S corp route and then, you know, chose to become a, uh, a social entrepreneurial endeavor. And the reason we chose S was because you don't get taxed twice uh, in terms of you as the founder, owner, and then also kind of what you're paying yourself. You don't you don't get taxed twice. Uh, right. And then also the cool benefit to that is that it's it's all passed through. So it's like what passed through means is that when you file your taxes, like the the stuff that your s corp eventually did or did not do losses profits all that passes through to the to the owners uh reporting in terms of the taxes so tax structures are kind of favorable i i, I personally would always say to people like consider like a, an s corp um if you're small and starting out and all of your people are in the United States. In terms of people, I don't know if you have other investors or not, but if it's just you and you're and you're based in the U.S., there's no problem. And S Corp brings with it like also not only like a small business uh, designation that you can begin to work on in terms of benefits and stuff like that, but then you can also go down the line with like minority owned and that kind of stuff. Right. And that 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 is like mm -hmm. that's some like cool beneficial stuff that that a good accountant can square you away with uh, right. for sure. Um, but I'm not, I'm not, you know, the legal advisor here. I'm just sharing with you my journey. <laughs> so I would just say, get, right. get a, get an accountant, get a legal advisor, but it's, it's the journey that, that I've had, you know, and what I can share with you. Certainly I can definitely say, do not do it as a sole proprietor uh, for too long. They can do so many things to you. Plus you also get taxed a ton uh, that way. So I don't know, Dan, would you have any other uh, comments on the structuring on the initial like corporate paperwork stuff? I mean, I know you've been down this road before. <laughs> According to the state of New York, I've been down this road 13 times. Um, <laughs> Michelle, where are you located? If you don't mind my asking. Yeah, no, I'm in Georgia. Okay. And is your principal place of business in Georgia? Yes. Okay. Um, you have, uh, my advice would be to seek out um, counsel in Georgia okay. and say, hey, listen, uh, I need to pay you a small retainer to um, talk about these things. Uh, my second part of that advice would be to find a local church uh, if you're if you go to church at all um, and to say, 
you know, go a couple of Sundays in a row and then say, hey, you know, is anybody in this, you know, church an attorney? And generally you can, it's, it sounds awful, but you can find an attorney <laughs> who will generally answer That's some basic clever. questions without, <laughs> yeah. you know, in exchange for the $20 you put in the collection plate and, right. you know, have a little, have a little bread and wine. Um, <laughs> oh Love my it. goodness. It's a Love good thing it. we didn't invite my priest to this conversation. <laughs> um, the, uh, so that's, that would be my, that would be my advice. Um, off the, off the record, kind of, if it was me, mm -hmm. um, I would go ahead and just find, uh, a Delaware, I would found a Delaware corporation. Um, and you can do that through any number of services online. There is a service that I use quite frequently, uh, or sorry, when I have had to use a service, um, I am trying to remember their name. There's like several it's in my, of them. It's like yeah. LegalZoom's one of them. I know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah LegalZoom will do I've it. Um, I, I, I've done it so many times that when I founded uh, Big Apple Marketing and Delivery uh, this month or last month, uh, I literally just went to the New York Secretary of State's website. Boom, boom, boom. $138. Keep it moving. Let's go. And, you know, it's... Mm -hmm. <laughs> And filed uh, <laughs> filed my tax paperwork, et cetera, that day uh, to get my FEIN and to do my mm -hmm. S corp selection. And uh, but it's also one of those things. Like if it's your first time doing it, my your first of all, you're gonna want the black book to put on your shelf with the nice seal and the stock certificates and all that jazz. Mm -hmm. And that's great. You should do that. It makes you feel great about yourself the first time. <laughs> and also it lends, it lends some credibility. Like it does lend like that, that credibility. Cause you can literally put it in every zoom shot. So people can see that little gold binder. Boom. Um, but I've also done this so many times. I'm just kind of like, eh, I'll get a black book when I'm ready. Um, until then everything's just in PDF format. Um, and if you if if that was all jargoned, I didn't mean for it to be. Um, <laughs> that was my first question. My second question is, mm -hmm. I looked at your Instagram. Um, do you do one-on-one -on -one bilingual lessons for those of us? Si puedo hablar español, pero no no puedo hablar, pero no no poder no puedo hablar español muy bien. Sí, no hay problema. I mean, you know, either or. No importa. <sighs> And, and you can do the lessons without making me feel dumb. <laughs> no, por supuesto, no te preocupes. Aquí estamos en familia. Ah. ¿De dónde uh, es ese acento, Michelle? I just, I'm de, just curious. ¿Boricua? De Puerto or? Rico. Oh, Puerto yeah, Rico. I got it. I got it. I said Boricua before you said it. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, so I'm going to connect with you on Instagram and find yes. out how much you charge and find out how I can get lessons. Also, it wouldn't be a bad idea for you to offer like a... a a lesson on Clubhouse, I would think, if it was me, I would be doing that. I would be like, hey, huh. I'm going to do one one-hour free lesson on um, Introducción de Español because, uh, you know, you got a lot of Americans who want to speak uh, Español and yeah. or want to learn. And, you know, there you go. There's there's your in. And, hey, if you want if you want more lessons or if you want to learn more in depth, see my website. Yeah. I mean... I mean, that, that's pretty neat. I mean, I, I I'll take yeah. that, Michelle. I mean, that's 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 amazing. <laughs> that's great. Um, that's awesome. I I think that I mean I mean I I I'd love to figure out more ways of of collaborating. Definitely follow me and, and maybe hit me up on a like a DM so that we can figure out ways of collaborating. I, I just off the top of my head, I mean, I I we're I'm working in different Latin American countries on a regular and then based in the United States and. The whole premise is to help us, you know, further develop our own projects, our own, you know, dreams and all, uh, all the like. And part of that, you know, as in Dan's case here, was uh, is, is to figure out ways in which to develop uh, your strengths in other languages. And if, if maybe I can get to know a little bit more of where you where you'd want to go, then maybe maybe we can collaborate on some stuff. I, I'm not against collaboration and figuring out ways of, of, of building people up. I think that that's that that's far more beneficial than 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 going down the line of charging people for services or something mm -hmm. like that because I, I think that that becomes old after a while and if you yeah. if you really are into trying to build people up or and trying to build up the community 
I mean, we need more uh, Boricuas like yourself, you know, making things happen and, and, and putting their services out. And I think the other piece of, of advice, because you asked for, I don't know, the, the only piece of advice is th that, I, that I would say based on what you've shared now is, I think your story is powerful, Michelle. I think most of the, the story you shared with us this evening Um, the one piece that you kind of said in passing, but I think that you should really maybe think about focus, focusing on it being part of your, your business's story is of, of how it all started and the fact that you, that you did lose your job at some point and, and what that did for you. I, I think that's a, a, an amazing part of the narrative because I think it is those moments that we learn the most uh, about mm -hmm. ourselves. And if you put that front and center for people Uh, in terms of your business story and how how it was born and how it came to be and you can give details to that, that's when someone will connect with you. That's when someone will say, you know what, I know you're just starting, but I want to put my faith in you because your story connects with my story. And I, I think that that, I think that's the beauty of, 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 of part of what you told today. And I just want to encourage you. I know all of us go through these big scarring experiences in like, the entrepreneurial journey but i think that once we've once we've attained peace with those entrepreneurial heavy moments and we can turn them into lessons and we can be public about it and share people with just legitimately this is what happened to me this is how it went down this is what it did to me but this is what i learned and how i built it into a mission and a vision and where we are today and where i want to go in the future i think You do that, Michelle, and like, I mean, sky's the limit because you got a scientific background that is just really, really strong. And so with that, you can just kind of go all sorts of different places, you know? Yeah, thank you for that. I mean, thank you for those words. That's, you know, that's great. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm still, right, growing. I think we, we, all, we all are. And, and I think that, I mean, the advice, you know, provided by, you know, Dan, you and, you know, and others has been, you know, great. So, so I'm incredibly grateful, you know, for, for the space. Well, so this is where we, I, I'm incredibly grateful for, for you joining us and being open about it. I'm trying to make this a regular thing. It's kind of like a little experiment we're doing. Uh, and I think that it's, it's amazing. It's working quite, quite, quite nicely. Um, every evening uh, we're, I'm on and we're just bringing different topics to the table and trying to get the chat and the conversation going. And so hopefully you can join us, uh, Michelle, and, and we can continue to build our, our community that way where i'm also on in the mornings in spanish and then dan and i okay. are, are on on tuesdays in the mornings uh with bootstrapping 101 and we we actually talk about experiences just like the one that you were sharing michelle so maybe on one of these days we can have you kind of go more into depth into the story of your bootstrapping and and the the, the highs the lows and then maybe going over some notes with other people that are kind of going through the same journey. That's on Tuesdays at around 9 a.m. Uh, Central. Uh, so I think that, that it, would okay. be, it would be awesome to have you then. Yeah. And, and whenever you see us, guys, anybody, anybody listening, Rachel, I see you. Uh, it's good to see you. I'd like to hear about your entrepreneurial story and how you're going, uh, because I know that you've been mixing it up and doing different things uh, in New York and in Texas. So we'd love to hear your story. Just come hang out uh, tomorrow and we'll... We'll hang out then. I want to thank everybody. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks, everybody. Have a great evening. Everybody have a good night. Good night, everybody. Peace. Ciao, everyone.